All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Hello, Hoopballers! Hello, David, and welcome all to the Bubble Playoffs. David, how you doing? I'm doing good. Bubble Playoffs in full effect. I am happy. Locked and loaded over here. Hank, how you feeling? Doing well. Uh, enjoying the games. We've been getting a fair number of upsets that continued again tonight. Uh, so let's let's jump in it and see what's been going on with the games. Uh, earlier today, we had Utah taking on Denver. Utah winning uh, handily after losing a close game uh, in game one. And uh, looking at it, we saw a pretty tight rotation. A number of guys got in at the end for, for some junk time. But uh, Royce O'Neal, Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Ingles, Donovan Mitchell, and Jordan Clarkson doing, doing the heavy lifting. Clarkson with a monster game, 26 points for him. Um, 
And uh, another big performance from Donovan Mitchell, 30 points, 8 assists. Rudy Gobert had a good game at 19, 7, and 3. And Joe Ingles, again, productive with 18 points, 2 rebounds, 6 assists. So with the with the Jazz, uh, obviously Bogdanovich is out for the playoffs. And Mike Conley uh, is out and expect to be back in Game 3. So there was some extra usage to go around. It made Clarkson an attractive DFS target. If you played him today, uh, you profited pretty nicely from him. Uh, with Conley expected back for Game 3, you know my guess is that uh, Angles is probably going to take the biggest hit. Royce O'Neal going to take a hit too. Um, do you see anything else with the Jazz? Uh, obviously, they got a big win today in the playoffs. It looks like it's going to be a competitive series. Yeah, you know, the Jazz really needed to pull out a win today, so I'm, I'm definitely happy for him after Donovan Mitchell had that crazy performance. I mean, 57, that's just that's insane. Third all-time uh, playoff scoring record, so you got to give a big shout-out to him there. But he was, he was carrying the bulk of the offense, and I think that we should expect to continue to see that. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, he is the firepower for this team, even when Mike Connolly comes back because Mike Connolly has not been – uh, the offensively polished point guard of, of past seasons that I think many of us had kind of expected uh, from him in Utah. So Jordan Clarkson, welcome surprise. Uh, popcorn score any night you can get 15-plus out of him off of the bench. Uh, your offense is probably looking pretty good. So that's good for the Jazz. And I think Clarkson will retain most of his – I mean, he had a big game tonight, but I think he's still a good sneaky DFS play even when – uh, Conley returns. However, I think Royce O'Neal and Ingles, their value is going to take a bigger drop. Yeah, I agree. I think Clarkson just has a better uh, a better pocket for production um, when it comes to the limited minutes that he's going to get. And anytime that their offense kind of seems to fall out of rhythm, you can expect him to be the first guy coming off the bench to try to find some consistency there for the Utah Jazz team. So, yeah, I definitely like him as a DFS target. I'm a big fan of that. All right, what do you see with the Nuggets? Yeah, so for Denver, um, unfortunately, they weren't able to get another win tonight, uh, but they did have some pretty solid performances. The Michael Porter Jr. show continued. He had 32 minutes tonight and had uh, 28 points in him. 10 of 17 from the field is very, very impressive uh, and was able to contribute, had six threes, so you definitely love to see that. Uh, Yokes was out there doing what he does best, 28 points, 11 rebounds, six assists. Jamal Murray, a little bit quiet offensively, only shot 6 of 13 from the field, but did have 14 points, 4 assists. Um, so you, you, you kind of know the the guys for the Denver Nuggets. You know, you got Porter Jr. and his emergence. You got Millsap, Jokic, uh, Torrey Craig's been getting a steady diet of minutes with Gary Harris out of the lineup. Jamal Murray, of course, when healthy, is going to get all the run he can as their primary ball handler. Jerry Grant coming off the bench, Monty Morris, those are going to be their primary bench guys. Uh, and, of course, Torrey Craig will probably fade back to the bench if they ever do see Gary Harris, but that's a big what if because um, we all know Gary is, is not the healthiest guy. Uh, so we hope that we can get him back soon. But uh, <laughs> yeah, for the for the Nuggets, you know they they um, they got exposed. Uh, Donovan Mitchell really really exposed them uh, and their their lack of a real defensive stopper. Uh, and then, I mean, they did the same thing today, really kind of running the offense through. Uh, I should say the Jazz running the offense through um, Michael Porter Jr. Really really putting him on islands because they know defensively he does not have the playoff uh the playoff experience or really the 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 nba experience um 
and and they really exploited that. So credit to their offensive schemes. I mean, Quinn Snyder's a great coach, but the Denver Nuggets are definitely going to have to figure out um, what they're going to do because if it's going to come down to just a straight-out slugfest, um, I mean, I think that this series is going to go seven games. I think it's going to be really, really competitive. There's going to be a lot of variance and – I mean, I really couldn't call this either way. Do you do you have a do you have a favorite in this series? I think this is going to be a very very gritty series. I think it's going to be close, but I would pick the Nuggets to prevail. Yeah, I agree. I think that one through five, I like the Nuggets a little bit better. Um, like I said, Donovan Mitchell is going to be. He, he has to carry that offense. And I think that the Denver Nuggets have done a better job building complementary skill sets for their team around their superstar. Jokic is a very, very good pairing with the Jamal Murray, with Michael Porter Jr. You know, you have these guys who can go out and get it, who are offensively polished um, who and who can add to the rhythm of the game that Jokic brings. But with Donovan Mitchell, especially losing Bogdanovich, he doesn't have a whole lot of options. So it really is going to be the Mitchell show, um, all you can handle. And outside of, outside of Donovan Mitchell getting to the hoop um, and creating his own shot, it's going to be Rudy Gobert. And I just don't think Rudy Gobert is going to be enough to win you a playoff series against against the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, the Jazz were hot tonight, and the, I mean it's going to be close. But I think I think the Nuggets just a little bit better rounded. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, before we get to the next game, we want to remind you that Hoopball is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in male grooming. Uh, they have. Put out the best groomer for men, the Lawn Mower 3.0. This is the only groomer you're going to need. It will uh, take care of all your grooming needs all over your body. Uh, It's something that's a lot safer than a blade. It's something that you'll be much more comfortable using. You can get it at manscaped.com. Use the promo code BRUSKI, B-R-U-S-K-I. Uh, get 20% off. Again, the promo code is Brewski, B-R-U-S-K-I, and it's manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Again, uh, the Lawnmower 3.0, it is the top of the line in male grooming. It's something that uh, cleans easily. It's something you can use in the shower because it's water resistant. Uh, it's a lot uh, easier and safer to use than a blade. If you're trying to keep yourself groomed, uh, there's no better option out there. So again, check out the Lawn Mower 3.0 at manscaped.com. Use the promo code BRUSKI, B-R-U-S-K-I, to get 20% off and free shipping. All right, uh, first game of the game today was the Nets taking on the Raptors. Uh, it was a close game, but the Raptors are able to pull away late. Uh, over on the Nets, we had a big game from... Garrett Temple actually putting up 21 points, three rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Uh, Karis Levert, 5 of 22 for 16 points and 11 assists. Uh, Tim Louie Cabarro, he got 36 minutes, 17 points, two rebounds, and a steal. So you kind of see how thin the Nets are with Tim Louie Cabarro getting so many minutes, um, but fairly productive in those limited minutes. Karis Levert took a ton of shots. Um, only scored 16 points, but uh, to me, I, I kind of 
gets me tempted to queue him up for the next game in daily because it looks like he's shooting a bunch. And if you get him on a hot game, then you could be rewarded with a 40 or 50 point outburst. So uh, keep your eye on Levert maybe for a bounce back game in game three. Uh, other than that, I mean, Garrett Temple getting 35 minutes, Tim Louis Cabro getting 36 minutes on a playoff game. I mean, you see how thin these guys are. Um, any thoughts on the on the Nets? No, like you said, I mean, Karis LeVert is going to continue to get his get his shots up, at least. I don't want to necessarily say he's going to get his points because so we see he can struggle to put the ball in the hoop, but he's at least going to get his field goal attempts up. So definitely look for that to continue. Um, the Nets, yeah, they, they're they're very shorthanded. I mean, that, that goes without saying. It seems like they're just getting thinner and thinner as the days pass. So hopefully for them this, this series uh, can end a little bit on the quicker side before, I mean, because like I said, they're they're losing bodies. It's it's not a good situation for Brooklyn. <laughs> All right, how about the Raptors? Yeah, so Toronto definitely had the uh, had the had the better day today. Of course, they got the win, um, and their guards have been playing incredibly well. I don't think that that's any secret how strong the guard play is in Toronto. Um, how strong the play is really across the board for their team um, due to coaching, due to culture, due to a whole combination of of different things, but you really got to give them a major shout out. They've been feasting against the, the Brooklyn Nets who, like you said, are incredibly shorthanded and really the only defensive presences that they do have would be in the low post with, uh, with Jared Allen. So Lowry got 37 minutes tonight. Norman Powell had 32 minutes tonight. Van Vliet had 43 minutes tonight. All those guys broke 20 points. Uh, I mean, hitting threes left and right. Siakam had 19 points. He got 36 minutes as well. Uh, you saw some OG Ananobi, 36 minutes, didn't necessarily do a whole lot offensively, but he's out there for the defense and, and produce with two steals and two locks. Uh, so you definitely like to see that. Like I said, Toronto has a pretty strong identity as a team. I mean, they know who they are. They know what they're looking to do. Um, and I don't really see the Brooklyn Nets being able to to do a whole lot with them. Um, and I just got to give a huge shout-out, man. Fred Van Vliet, I mean – $18 million, two-year contract. He's going to be a free agent at the end of this season, and I don't think he's necessarily going anywhere, but I know Toronto better be ready to open up that checkbook because this man has been balling something serious. Good God. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 earned himself a, a nice raise. Oh, yeah, he's definitely earned himself a pretty payday, and I'd be curious to see if any other teams try to uh, muck up Toronto's plans to re-sign him because he has showed, I mean, that he is definitely capable of leading an NBA offense as their starting point guard. I mean, he did a pretty good job of it in the NBA Finals last season. Uh, you continue to see him do it throughout this season, and he's doing it again in the playoffs. So I am all for FVV, and I think, unfortunately, for the Brooklyn Nets, this is going to be uh, this is going to be a pretty quick series. Yeah, I think so, um, and I think uh, we'll see other teams. I'm sure I'm going to bid on him, but he probably will end up back with Toronto because they seem to be prioritizing him. Okay, next game, uh, we had the Sixers taken on, or the third game of the game was Sixers taken on the Celtics. Um, things are starting to fall apart for the Sixers, uh, so we'll see if they're able to get even one win in this series, but they got... Run out of the gym in the second half today. Uh, Joel Embiid had a good game, though. 34 points, 10 rebounds. Tobias Harris, 13 points, 11 rebounds. Josh Richardson, 18 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. 
and and Shake Milton with 14 points, four assists, three rebounds. So um, the Sixers kind of just seem out of sorts. There just doesn't seem like there's a lot of energy on their side, and you know probably the Simmons injury really took the wind out of their sails. So uh, I don't see them lasting too long uh, in this series. They might pull off a win. They possibly could even get two, but I think. I don't think this, I don't think they're gonna get even two. I think maybe one, if that. Um, I'm not much not much to play on 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 daily. I mean, we know Embiid is a beast. Harris, Richardson, you can kind of roll with those guys as mid level guys, and then shake. You know, if you're gonna try a punt guy. But um, is there anything really to discuss about the Sixers? You know, truthfully not. Uh, unfortunately for the Sixers, again, I think this is going to be a pretty short playoff appearance. Uh, I think it's going to be even shorter for Brett Brown. I think this is probably going to end up being his last season uh, at the helm for Philadelphia because his his reluctancy to really change what Philadelphia does offensively, I think is definitely going to be to their ultimate detriment in this series. I mean, you, you really wonder why they have not played with more space and pace. Um and I guess you could say probably because of personnel. Again, they don't necessarily have a whole lot of great perimeter players uh, at this time. So maybe that's an issue. But, I mean, good God, you really got to do something here. I mean, Embiid is the only thing going for this team. And, and they are absolutely drowning. I mean, no disrespect to Tobias Harris, but I saw a tweet earlier tonight saying that Tobias Harris is what happens when you give your 2K player an equal amount of every attribute. I mean, you know, the guy is... He's solid, but, I mean, he is not going to put you over the top. He is not going to win you those crucial playoff series or games, in my opinion. Um, and, again, that's no disrespect to Tobias Harris. I think it's just a, it's a certain type of pedigree, and he doesn't have the high-level playoff experience that brings that, that type of pedigree and that type of competitive fervor. So, I don't know. I, I think that even though Boston, unfortunately, looks like they're going to be without Gordon Hayward for about a month, I don't think that they're going to have a whole lot of problems here with, with Philly. Yeah, and you look at Tobias. I mean, last season he was probably the number four guy on this team, and now he's at the number two uh, spot in the pecking order. So uh, a little bit of a tall order for him and for his skill set. Yeah, I agree. All right, before we get to the last game, I want to remind you about our other uh, major sponsor here at HoopBall, which is MyBookie. Um, check out the website. It's MyBookie.ag, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.ag. Uh, this is where you can do all of your online betting. Uh, if you go down and use the promo code HoopBall, you will get a 50% bonus. Uh, so again, you want to put in the promo code HoopBall. H O O P B A L L Hoopball is the promo code. You'll get a 50% uh, first deposit bonus. So check it out. MyBookie.ag. You can go there. You can do all of your sports betting on one place. Uh, they've got all the sports. It's, it's, you can bet on the basketball. You can bet on the games individually. You can bet on the championship. Uh, both David and I, uh, you know, our pick at the beginning was the Clippers. If you had taken them earlier, I think you could get three to one. At this point, the line may have dropped a bit, or maybe not. Um, you can bet on individual games. You can bet on the series. You can bet on NHL. You can bet on MLB. You can bet on um, all sorts of other things. U.S. presidential election, MMA, motorsports, tennis, boxing, horse racing, soccer. All of this is available. So 
mybookie.ag. You get there, you put in the promo code HOOPBALL, you get a 50% deposit bonus on your first deposit. You get playing, you start winning, you make some money. So check it out, mybookie.ag, promo code HOOPBALL, 50% first deposit bonus. All right, last game of the evening. We had the Mavericks evening up the series against the Clippers. Uh, the Mavericks uh, you know, did, did play this game pretty well from the beginning. And um, they look comfortable, and you know they they won, and they won pretty uh, handily. So big game for Porzingis, twenty three points, seven rebounds. Uh, Luca had twenty eight points, eight rebounds, seven assists. Tim Hardaway Jr. seventeen points, two rebounds, three assists. Um, off the bench, Seth Curry got cooking a little bit for fifteen points, three rebounds, and Trey Burke had sixteen and three. Um, as far as daily goes, uh, I've been playing Tim Hardaway as a as a punt guy, as a cheap guy, and he kind of fills it up a little bit. So seventeen points, two rebounds, three assists. Can't complain about that at his price. Um, other than that, uh, Maxi Kleba didn't do much for you today. I guess the rebounds weren't bad, um, but he's also another guy you could, you could use in a pinch and, and hope they have a good game. Um, Seth Curry. Maybe another guy that, that could get hot, but it's going to be tough. The rotations are very tight in the playoffs, and some of the secondary guys here had a little bit more run because of the lopsided score. So uh, not too much, really, with the, with the Mavericks. Obviously, Luke is a beast, um, but any other thoughts with these guys? Yeah, I like your point on uh, Seth Curry as a possible uh Possible DFS target. I definitely think out of any of the other uh, other maps, you know, outside of KP and Luca, Seth would be a guy who I'd probably target because it seems like they've had some success offensively uh, with him out there on the floor to really help them space it out, uh, especially against the Clippers. I mean, they've really been shooting it out of the gym, so I think that that'll probably continue. And I'd lean on Curry before I'd lean on a, a Burke or uh, you know a Wright, who you saw get a little bit more inflated minutes tonight with Luca in early foul trouble. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. I mean, we know what they're doing. Uh, what's up with the Clippers? Yeah, that's a great question. What is up with the Clippers? Because lately they have looked uh, a little bit disjointed here. I mean, Kawhi got all the run he could handle tonight. Forty minutes, thirty-five points, and ten rebounds. You're not going to complain about that. Uh, PG had a slight double-double, fourteen points and ten rebounds. Um, Guys are getting minutes, you know. Montrez is back. Lou Will got 31 minutes tonight. Rich Jackson's in the mid-20s. Uh, they were without Pat Bev, so that definitely hurts from a defensive perspective. But Marcus Morris has continued to play pretty well against the Mavs. 35 minutes, 14 points, and 8 rebounds. Um, so you definitely like some of the offensive flashes that you're seeing. But as a whole, the Clippers seem that they're still trying to find that cohesive identity and that congruity or con- uh, um, you know, like that, uh, that consistent defensive focus where, and you saw it, I mean, and the Dallas Mavericks are historically already a great offensive team. More specifically, Luka Doncic is historically great offensively already. And that speaks volumes to where the Mavericks will continue to go as their franchise emerges and Luka develops. Um, 
but the Clippers just, they can't seem to make up their mind whether they want to force guys baseline, whether they want to force guys drive in middle, whether they want to close out on their shooters. I mean, they the, the Mavericks are doing an incredible job of making these guys commit. And unfortunately, the Clippers are not all on the same page. You saw guys diving when they should have been flashing to the perimeter. You see guys getting confused on switches and screens. And for the high-level defenders that the Clippers, as we all agree, have, I mean, especially with Kawhi and Paul George, you just really expected them to kind of have this figured out by now. But when you think about it, they've tinkered with lineups all season long. They've had guys in and out of the lineup all season long. And it makes sense that they're still kind of trying to figure that out. So this is going to be a great test for them. I'm not going to backtrack anything I said previously. I'm still going to take the Clippers in six. Um, but I, like I said, I mean, I think Luka is the real deal. And I think that this will be a very, very fun series uh, in the first round. And I think that that's what we should all be very, very, uh, very, very excited to see. So I look for that to continue. Um, big box score from Luka and KP. Going to have to uh, definitely look for the Clippers to bounce back and probably come out really, really hard after Luka in this next game. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna lock him down next game. They're gonna focus on him. They're not gonna stop him obviously from being productive, but I think they're gonna come back uh, with a different kind of defensive intensity in Game Three, and and they'll be back back in control. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, both LA teams looking uh, looking a little shaky right now. I know that uh, Dame didn't play tonight, but I mean, really quickly. The what 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 were your thoughts about the the, the Blazers uh, Lakers game last night? Well, I uh, I mean, look, the Lakers were up by six with seven or eight minutes to go. They went up, I think, eighty seven, eighty one, and Lillard had I don't know if he missed a bad shot or he turned the ball over or something. You know, if you know, don't play. I'm talking about he he did something sloppy. I forgot what it was, and the Lakers went up eighty seven, eighty one. And then, uh, <laughs> then he came back and hit that three that that got Nurkic uh, doing Dane time. So, um, blow the whistle. I think I think that the Lakers will still win the series. Um, I've got a lot of friends who are Laker fans, and and everyone seems to be panicking already, as is the Laker fan way. Um, <laughs> but I I think that. Uh, I think they'll get it together, and I think they'll win the series. But Damian is is playing very, very well, and uh, he may be able to carry them to another win or two in the series. But I think I think the Lakers will prevail. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one too. You know, I'm I'm not gonna. I think it would be it would be foolish for us to start counting LeBron out in the first round, let alone uh, at all in the playoffs. So I'm not gonna make that mistake just yet. Um, yeah, exactly. Maybe, Lose you know, another maybe. game or two, <laughs> go down two oh three oh and then I can start counting on LeBron and then he can still prove me wrong. So uh Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so, he's we, we know playoff bronze. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him at least another game before I start to to get worried. Um I think they'll get it together and I think they'll be able to win. I look the the the, the question is the only the only doubt in my mind is if LeBron is not healthy or A D is not healthy um, then it's a different story. Uh, obviously, LeBron was super productive, and if you just look at the box score, it looks like it was amazing. But he did not look as good as the box score seemed. It didn't look bad, but it did not look as good as, good as the box score seemed. And if he's still dealing with the growing, and if if Anthony Davis is hurt as well, 
then it could be a big shocker. But I think if they're both healthy, um, they're not going to lose. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there has been some, you know, some murmurs that LeBron was was still experiencing, you know, some, some discomfort with his groin. Um, that's kind of why he, I don't want to say walked through the bubble. Um, but outside of that first game against the Clippers, I mean, you really didn't see a whole lot of intensity out of LeBron uh, in, the, in those bubble games. So maybe there is something to that. Uh, but I definitely think the big X factor is no surprise to anybody. Is it's got to be Anthony Davis for the series. I mean, if he is going to have more games like he had last night, I hate to say it, but the Lakers are not going to be able to, to get this series done against the, against the Blazers. They have too many big bodies to just throw at AD and wear him down. And you saw it work last night. I mean, the guy continued to get to the free throw line, absolutely, but he was 0 for 5 from 3. Uh, I want to say he was 8 from 24 from the field. It, it was a rough night for AD. And yeah, Braun had that big triple-double, but to your point, he has looked almost ginger uh, in his in his. You know, attacks to the hoop. Uh, he just doesn't seem as LeBron-esque as I think a lot of us have grown to expect. So we'll see. I mean, that was a big wake-up call for the Lakers that first game. So maybe they come back and LeBron does what he did to the Warriors a couple years ago in game one. Uh, let's just hope JR's on the bench for the end of the game if that's yeah. the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't mucking it up. All right. Uh, you got anything else going this week? Uh, yeah, we should have some more uh, playoff uh, playoff game reactions coming to you over the weekend, so definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, yeah, as always, hit me up on Twitter, DFB underscore three. Any questions, comments, concerns, uh, let me know. All right, you guys can find me on Twitter, Hank Aaron 26 uh, Hit me up, uh, questions, comments, thoughts. If you want to get on the air, send a tweet. We'll read it out. Yes, please. Yes, please. Fan mail. We love fan mail. We we actually even prefer the hate mail, so uh, send it through, yes. baby. <laughs> send it. <laughs> send it. All right. Um, thank you all for joining us. Thank you, David. Uh, we'll see you. Uh, I'll see you next week, and, and the uh, rest of them will see you later this week. Thank you, Hank. We'll talk to you soon, my guy. Right. Take care. Bye. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.